You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. At the bottom of the hour, um, our best bets brought to you by Sports Select. Um, Brody on the Beat returns for the first time in 2023. Probably the best segment in Canadian radio, period. I'm not overselling it either. Like, probably the best. I don't know where else you'd go. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, we're coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Uh, we're taking your text, 960-960. I asked you the question. Milan Lucic will be on the second line longer than blank. Uh, two texts just came in. I beat you to the punch earlier on in the 6 yeah, o'clock hour. It's three texts, actually, but yeah, they're good. Yeah. Um, uh, who's this from? Uh Somebody in Tuscany and Dave on the East Coast. Milan Lucic will be on the second line longer than George's Christmas vacation. I said this already. I beat you to the punch. Yeah, but they're still know, coming in. I know you they're guys. Be I know you guys <laughs> like the back of my hand. I know you. I know you. Dave. I know you. Dave on the East Coast and goes in Tuscany. Hey, that's awesome whatever that we means. have people on the East Coast listening. Yeah. It's like already like two o'clock p.m. in the East Coast. It's a global program, yeah. George. We have such reach, international. Well, you are the son of Calgary, Matt Rose, because you're super famous, and I'm a nobody schlub <laughs> from Toronto, but not from Toronto. I'm from Niagara Falls. I don't love this bit. Okay, it's true though. <laughs> um, joining us on the line, uh, NHL insider, We're daily talk face about off, famous. Brought, yeah, he is famous. Brought to you by South Trail Chrysler. With inventory shortages across the city. It's the perfect time to sell your vehicle for cash. Visit SouthTrailChrysler.com. We say good morning to Frank Saravalli. Frank, how are you, pal? I am good. Milan Lucic will be on the second line longer than my New Year's resolution lasts. Oh, okay. What is it? What was your New Year's resolution? Well, it's just like everyone else, every other schlub out there is trying to lose some LBs. Yeah, okay. That's... How's the treadmill? Uh, it, it It's... I'm 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 hurting. My knees are hurting. Now a lot, uh, this is a lot of weight to move, guys. Someone was like, "Hey, why don't you get a pull-up bar? That's all you really need." I'm like, "Do you have how how strong are these elastic bands?" Yeah. Um, I would kidding? say I would uh, honestly say the average person can't do one pull-up. No, no. I would say it's yeah, it's way. It, if if you're talking like a, a national average of how many pull-ups oh, yeah. can everyone do, and it's like point one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, take um, the under. Much like a lot of people who golf uh, think they can hit the ball 300 yards off the tee. Yeah, no. okay. Well, maybe you can in Alberta because the air is so thin. But generally speaking, you can't do that as, as a have rule. Have you gotten the Alberta boost in your golf game? Oh. I swear to God I have. I haven't stopped hearing about it, Frank. Like, it is... Frank, you know what it's oh, like? Here when we go. Playing golf in Alberta was like this. It's like I went to a specific gym, picked up a fanny pack with a lot of syringes, and then <laughs> hit some steroids in my ass before I hit the first <laughs> shot. That's what it feels like when I golf here. I picked up Are a club. Are you any good? I'm, I can... I, yeah, he's not bad. I've I broke 80 for the first time this summer. Nice. Nice. Okay. So See, I, I, whenever I play in like a high altitude environment, it actually like my game is so thrown off for half the round just trying to get the yardages right that I actually don't find the boost enjoyable. Oh, okay. Uh, but I plan on being here a long time and I find it it's well, literally a club, yeah. Frank. It's a club. It's a cult? Is it's, that what you said? No, not a cult. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not, yeah, we're, we're, we're not talking about Scientology here. We're talking about golf. 
Okay. It's a club. Well, it's kind of like a cult, though. Like, yeah. It's like there is an yeah. addiction to it once yeah. you're in. Oh, yeah. 100%. See, like, okay, so here's my day today. This is a little secret. I hope my wife isn't listening. Okay, all right. <laughs> I've already grinded through a story this morning. Wow. That'd I'm be. talking to you. Yeah. I'm going to talk to the guys in van, and then I've got my 30-minute show, and I am sneaking off <gasps> to the indoor simulator for a half hour Look and an you. hour this afternoon. That'd Look be you. This Who's is it? a big day. Who needs a, a treadmill? I, I've made a commitment to myself yeah. that I don't care what anyone says. I'm getting in a few swings at least once a week during um, the winter. You, you, you're talking about uh, your New Year's resolution and maybe dropping a few LBs. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's maybe walking instead of taking a cart this summer? I actually only walk. Really? Whoa. Yes. I don't I don't take a cart ever. Okay. So I, I played last week. I actually got in around. It was warm here. It was like... Uh, 12 or 14 degrees here celsius last week mm. i got in a, around and got in a walk and posted an 86 look at you it's pretty good frank a little quiet golf clap here for you frank I very like well it. done i'm gonna lie i'm i am like jacked for golf season sorry i know it's it's such a sickness I'm, it, it sounded like a brag like i'm incredibly jealous that you got to golf last week and with an 86 like like incredible my, stuff. my man maddie and i went i got here in october we went four times and now because of our schedule our day ends at nine him and i are going to play so much spring golf that his girlfriend's probably going to get mad at us what's she going to get mad at like you did your job yeah and she's working during Bill the day Belichick, no he's going to spend job, a lot of money on it. golf that's what i'm saying he's going to spend a lot of money on golf that's a different story yeah that's what i, I mean yelled at for that too yeah that's okay because i only played 11 rounds last year oh wow okay and my I, wife was like, what are we paying for? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, well, what what one is it, honey? Do you want me to golf or not? Like, Yeah. I uh, I love it. I can't wait for golf season. Uh, golf's fantastic here in the mountains. Uh, I have to ask you. Uh, yes. I Matt? just wanted to ask if Frank had seen the trailer for the new golf show and if you're fired up for that, too. The Netflix thing. I have not. Tell me about this. So oh, they're yeah. doing a Drive to Survive style of show like they did for F1. But it's all based on the last season of the PGA Tour with all the live stuff. And they basically picked like a couple dozen golfers and they just follow them around really closely. Rory, Justin Spe- uh, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, all the big names are there and it's coming out in mid-February. Ooh. Yeah, I will definitely be watching that. Uh, that that's awesome stuff. Um, I have to ask you, I've been ranting about this because I don't like this NHL thing of playing two games and three nights in the same city. Like, are you a fan of it? Do you like it? I know well, why they're doing it. If you're it. in Stabby St. Louis, I don't think the players like it either. <laughs> Wait, is that the nickname? Stabby St. Louis? It is for me, at least. And I'm from Philly, so I can say that. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Do you know why they I, call it the Show Me State? We were talking about that earlier. You're American. Yeah, it's like, you hurry up and show me your wallet. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. Um, so yeah, not a fan of being in st- quotes, Tabby St. Louis for two games in three nights. Do you like this <laughs> NHL schedule thing? Does it do anything for you? No, I mean, I personally don't, especially it depends on, um, who you're playing, I guess, and where you're setting up shop. But like, was there one earlier this year for the flames? Was it in St- San Jose? Yes. Um, you know, I, I guess when you, you're able to take two from San Jose the way they did earlier, a lot of times I think of it kind of like a college hockey series where if you crush the team on the first day, you're so likely to come back 
overconfident and overinflated that you even end up losing to a bad team. So from that perspective, um, the Flames were kind of lucky in that sense. And now here, they actually have a lot to atone for from Tuesday night. I mean, and, and I think specifically it's it's in the Jacob Markstrom department. Like the Flames, watching that game closely, did not play a bad game at all. Um, they had some real dominant stretches, and I, I just thought they were going to run away with it. And all of a sudden, you know, it's I don't think it's the leads. I don't think it's comfortability playing with the leads. I think it's when you give up a rebound like that and things start to turn the other way, like it's just it's hard to dig out from that. So would you see that as maybe your biggest concern with the club right now is that they're not getting maybe a key save at a key time? Because there's also been a lot of focus on the goal scoring and, and how that is probably at a similar clip as it was last year. But then again, goal scoring is up across the entire NHL. So you got to take that with a grain of salt. No, I don't take it with a grain of salt because there was so much change from last year to this year that really the biggest change is when your goalie goes from a 922 to an 893 and he's still playing the bulk of your starts, you know, even just look at the last month, I know Vladar is going tonight, right? That, you know, Vladar's played three times in the last calendar month. Markstrom's played 12. It's, I think that's the biggest change year over year. It's not so much goaltending or production. I think especially the production, I realize they haven't scored four goals very often, um, but they need better goaltending. I think that's the big biggest issue. What do you make of the call-up of Jacob Pelche, one of the top prospects for this club? We saw Matthew Phillips get recalled earlier in the season. Didn't really work out for him as he only got into two games and the game scripts weren't great. It was a ton of special teams, but that is what it is. What do you make of Jacob Pelche being around the team? Do you think this is something that other teams are noticing as well, the way that the Flames are kind of handling their top prospects right now? Noticing in what way? Like, are you thinking that they might ultimately be available? Is that what you're suggesting? I feel like if this is a team that's going to go out and try and add something, and we all know that the 2023 first rounders are going to be hard to move, I feel like we might see a lot of blue chip prospects on the move this trade deadline. And, and I wonder if there are teams that are looking at some of these prospects and saying, I hope they get into NHL games so we can get a look at them and get maybe a better idea of what these guys are at an NHL level. It's possible for sure um, that that's the case. I was actually a little bit surprised the number of 2023 picks that already moved last year. I think it's six, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, I view, you know, when you bring up Matthew Phillips and you, he's leading the AHL in goals, he's second in points, and you play him two games for an average ice time, I think it was 9.04, something in that neighborhood. Sub 10 that's for sure. Not, that's not game script. I don't care what happens in the game in terms of a lot of power play and penalty kill and he's not on those units. And so that doesn't, that means he's not going to play a ton. How many games he started his call up as a healthy scratch and you don't bring up a player like that to sit him and or play him in that role. And I think that's the constant push and pull that's existed between coaching staff and management this year. Like again, Peltier is not here to watch. He's here to play, and he's here to play in a real role that gives him an opportunity to showcase the player that he is. And I don't say showcase in a way of, hey, maybe this guy could be on the move, but having him play 
third, fourth line role in those minutes doesn't, that's not who he is as a player. So I, like to me, we make the joke about Milan Lucic being in that spot, but like, why aren't you making a change in that, in that spot to put in a player like that, who has the skill set to play with really skilled players? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. Frank Saravalli, Sportsnet 960 NHL Insider, brought to you by South Trail Chrysler on the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. I asked this question to Julian McKenzie yesterday um, because he covered the Habs in Montreal for years. I go, who is tougher on young players, Claude Julian or Daryl Sutter? Where does Daryl Sutter rank in, in, in NHL coaching here on how tough he is on younger guys, in your opinion, Frank? He's got to be in the top five. It's just a, it's a lack of trust that is inherent from day one. And it's like you have to go through three years of playing in the NHL before he'll even look at you. That's what it feels like to me. Um, I don't, I just don't know. That's a really hard way to be successful in today's game. Hmm. Younger players are impacting it more than ever before guys on entry level contracts. And those guys are more or less unheard of on the flames roster. They've got to be one of the few teams in the league that has, you know, I know the the Walker Dewar recall and and now Peltier. Those are the only two ELC guys they have. Other than that, how many other teams in the league are actually sporting a roster right now where they don't have a guy on entry level? The the number has to be insanely small. So that goes to show you right there. Um, how difficult it is to earn that trust, earn the playing time. And I just think it's a really hard way to go through life. If, if a player does something to, you know, you know, disearn that trust or abuse the trust, I think that's a different story. But you have to encourage these guys. You have to try and get the most out of them instead of having them start at a disadvantage or start at a spot where they feel like, you know, their confidence is already shaken before they even touch the ice. Uh, I kind of put you on the spot there about asking about Daryl Sutter and how he coaches young guys. But I have to ask you about Michael Backlund, who, again, is playing fantastic this season. I've had this take here since I've got here to Calgary, Frank, that I think he's the best third-line center in the NHL. He has to be near the top of the list, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that's without question. Um, The thing is, he's probably paid more than a third line center. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, so that's part of the push and pull too. But yeah, I mean, this year at a time when you're, you were looking for some consistency from guys, like just look at his numbers. You can kind of pencil him in for 45 points every year, knocking on the door of 20 goals. And that's exactly what you're looking for. Um, and, and yeah, you know, you see, you know, even in St. Louis the other night, like that's, He's exactly the type of consistency that this team needs. Frank, I wanted to ask you about the Colorado Avalanche, who yesterday they fall to the Florida Panthers on a late goal by Florida. They lose in regulation, and as a result, they're now four points back of a playoff spot, although they do have uh, a handful of games in hand. Is there any panic, you think, around Colorado with where they currently sit at the midway point of the season? Well, just listening to their coach, um, I do think that there's some because Jared Bednar voiced early last week, just after the new year, like, Hey, I, I hope we're not going to try and rely on the success that we had last year and think that that's going to carry us through. 
So they've had a ton of injuries. They've asked a lot of players to do a lot of different things. Um, we've got our midseason vote coming out on the trophies today on dailyfaceoff.com. And I was surprised at how much love Kale McCarr didn't get. And people would look at that and say, well, he's only got 38 points in 39 games, 10 goals. It's kind of somewhat pedestrian for what we expect of Kale McCarr, who had an 86-point season last year. And then you look at what they've been asking him to do. And the other night against Florida was his third consecutive game over 30 minutes. He's, he is actually being forced to do so much more because of their injuries and take on so much more. It's almost like he has a lack of, he has to like, for efficiency's sake, turn off the, the Kale McCarr rocket boosters and, and deception because you can't do that every play. And so, um, he, he didn't finish high up on our NARS ballot, and I'm thinking that he should have. I had him second, um, but we had a vote from a bunch of different people on the site, and I think it just goes to show you how difficult this year has been for Colorado with what they've weathered. Now, I'm not I'm personally not over, overly concerned because, A, they're going to get those guys back, and, B, when you look at things by virtue of points percentage – the Avalanche are actually in the second wildcard spot this morning. So they've got some runway, but I, I think hearing their coach say it publicly was the first time that I kind of raised an eyebrow at the idea of, of them struggling maybe more than just the injuries. Um, heard something really, uh, it kind of made me laugh out loud last night uh, on the Oilers. Is it like, show me your wallet? Because I'm actually yeah. still kind of... No, no it's, 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 I got to really say, I got to say... First, I was trying hard to stifle myself. No, like... <laughs> Like, Frank, I will say this. Uh, out of all the times we, you've joined us and we appreciate your time, that's your pinnacle right there. I think that was your peak moment so far. I look, I look, forward, to more, I look forward to more jovial moments in 2023 <laughs> with Frank Cervalli. Um, I heard on the bro- uh, Oilers broadcast, saw it on Twitter last night, uh, the asking price for Eric Carlson's insane. What is it right now to try to pry Eric Carlson away from the Sharks? I, honestly, this is news to me. So what did they say? Apparently three firsts and they'll only retain 18% of his salary. What an oddly specific number that is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I think they're dreaming in technicolor. Yeah, me too. There it is. Honestly, I think this is one of the most complex transactions to ever pull off. Um, We've never seen an eight figure player move like that. And let alone at this age with that type of term in this salary cap environment. I, I, honestly, for teams that could actually use him, I've talked to him and they've, they've said, well, we'd kind of be interested in Eric Carlson, but here's the deal. They'd have to retain half, which honestly I'm surprised that they're willing to retain at all because my understanding was having already used one of their retained salary transactions, they weren't really keen on the idea and they don't like that it would be on their books for so long. But let's play along and say that they are going to. This other team was like, not only would you have to retain half, I wouldn't trade anything for it. And it's because of the commitment that they'd have to take on mm. cap-wise. So I, I, if that's what they're looking for, I, I'd say it's almost impossible to pull off. They'd have to readjust expectations. And by the way, how many teams, even at 18%, could afford to take him on? Right. 
No one's going to... That's not a third-party transaction that you're going to wheel Eric Carlson through a middleman. No one wants to retain for that long. 18% would still put him up around nine. That's... that's who's, who, for how five many more right years? now can take on nine? Yeah, five more years? Woof. And give up three first-round picks? Like, what? Gross. Yeah. Uh, again, that's Edmonton for you. Uh, Frank Cervalli. I'm going to have to go find this. I want to find out if this is a credible source. I saw it on Twitter, according to a gentleman who's been on our show. Must be true. Must be true. If it's on the internet, it's got to be true. <laughs> uh, Frank Cervalli, NHL insider for South Trail Chrysler. Uh, Frank, great stuff. Uh, hit him straight today at the sim, okay? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that counts, but sure. I'll, <laughs> I, I'm just in there getting swings. It's all is I'm there... Doing. It's just... It's trying to find the club face. I find like a golf simulator is like uh, those mirrors like that make you look like super slim and sexy. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, I hit that dead straight. Did I though? Did yep. I really? Mm-hmm. And well, you never have to The part is you actually have to like, so this is a, like we'll play like a full 18 holes. So you have to chip as well. Yeah. And like, you're like, damn, I know I had a good chip there, but it's like it either went like 70 yards too long or 20 too short. And you're like, Come on, really? Yeah. That's, or it doesn't even register. True. Doesn't register yeah. any of your good shots. That always frustrates me. Yeah. Um, and it's just a- not the same. Apologies to all the golf sim owners in Calgary. We're not <laughs> ripping into your products. It's like, By the way, great. the worst, the, my buddy, the worst golfer that we play with, he's like a 28 handicap, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. He wins the simulator every time. I'm like, that's how you know he's <laughs> screwed up. Of course he does. <laughs> of course he does. Um, Frank, great stuff. We'll talk next week. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Uh, there's Frank Cervalli, brought to you by South Trail Chrysler. With inventory shortages across the city, it's the perfect time to sell your vehicle for cash. Visit SouthTrailChrysler.com. I went down to Launchpad on the weekend. Can I say I uh, I was a little hurt when I saw your post? <laughs> because I went without you? Because yeah. you were on your fourth week of vacation? My twelfth week of vacation? I was a little hurt that I didn't I didn't go with you. I was a little jealous. Yeah, I was a little jelly. Jealous is fine. Hurt, I'm. I'm Maybe not going to be. Maybe I was be, a little hurt. I have no empathy for you for your three week vacation. What are back you talking home. about? Three weeks? It was like eight weeks. Oh my god! Like people, t- are you still working with nine sixty? Like I get <laughs> tweets. I'm like people. I've been gone like with all the holidays and like Christmas. It only equated to like eight, nine, ten days yeah. off. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, big deal. Yeah. Huh, huh, huh. What's what's her name? PR Pamela? PR Patricia. Patricia. She's going to read any dumb PR emails we get from now okay. until forever. All right. Uh, we got a busy segment straight ahead. Heaps of stuff to do we all over do, the map. We got to do our N- NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Um, we got to do Brody on the Beat. You got to tell us about snow. I got the snow Not show. the rapper or cocaine. You got to tell us about snow. And then later on in the 8 o'clock hour, I'm going to tell you there is maybe a correlation between sports cars and something in your pants. Are we doing that with Francis or with Ross Tucker? Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) Both are excellent. I'll have to decide in the break. Or keep those texts rolling in 960, 960 name and location. It's already been, I already gave this to you. Milan Lucic will be on the second line longer than blank. George Russick's Christmas vacation. I get it. Lots to come. Big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Coming to you live from the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems. 
downtown studio. Uh, a double dip of awesome guests in the 8 o'clock hour. Eric Francis, the franchise from Sportsnet. The Eric Francis Show Mondays here on Sportsnet 960, the fan. And Ross Tucker from a whole host of things. The Ross Tucker Podcast, the Ross Tucker Betting Podcast, CBS, like the write an article about people. My front page story.com. You're right. He does a great job of selling that. Oh, boy. He's good. Uh, after we give you our NFL big bets brought to you by Sports Select, um, what arguably, I don't even think it really is an argument. I think what is the best segment in Canadian radio? Uh, Brody on the beat returns. Uh, where our technical director, Alex Brody, uh, went out on the streets to talk to the people of Calgary to get Calgarian's opinion on what what was the question that's different from my sheet again, Alex? Oh, my. Okay, so the question... Hey, hey, hey stop being so sensitive, okay? <laughs> it's, it's the Dial same, it back a little bit. It's the same question, just different wording. It's like copying okay, your friend's stop. homework and changing it a little bit. But the question is, if you could be on the kiss cam at with any celebrity... At like a sports game on the Jumbotron, who would yep. it be and why? Okay. We'll do that. And you apparently had some technical issues. Yeah, I'm not going to try and make excuses, but I definitely lost some good content mm. due to it. But still, can, still a great segment. Can I share something with you that they taught us in broadcasting school? <laughs> yes, please. Um, this is a, for all you aspiring broadcasters out there listening to our show, all you, all you kids with a lot of dreams out there, number one, don't get into media. It'll break your heart. Number two... <laughs> Um, before you go out, uh, test your equipment to make sure it works. Did you test your equipment? So, like, I <laughs> I did test it, and the issue wasn't with, like, the mm. audio quality. It was my, and I don't know if someone else has this issue, but I'd start the recording of my voice memos app, and then it would start, go, and then, like, five seconds, it would just end it. So I'd, like, start my recording, get the courage to, you know, go be, like, go put now, myself out there, and then it would stop recording. Now, did it recording. stop recording because your phone faded and turned off? Uh, no, like, it, it's, it keeps recording if you turn your phone off. It was literally just, like, glitching. I don't know. I, I think of myself as a pretty technical guy when it comes to this stuff, but I, I was completely... So why are you using janky voice memo, then? <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to get, like, another app, but I'm not going to, like, record into my camera on my phone, so... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a new app is the answer. Uh, real quick, too, uh, want to address something. Um, is Georgia Union guy? Sure sounds like it. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like I, My dad was in the Union at GM, if that helps. back Yesterday, I watched the Seinfeld episode where he talks about doormen being in a union. Okay. And uh, George's on Vacation is the best segment on Canadian radio. Yeah, I enjoyed myself. <laughs> but thank you for listening, too, sir or madam. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Good huh? one. Boom! Roasted! <laughs> Eat that, Russick. <laughs> Put that in your face. All right. Uh, we got to do some big bets here later on in the show, too. Uh, maybe there's a correlation between sports cars and something. Uh, we'll do that. I like that uh, you've saved this for later in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they call that a tease in the biz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the family. It keeps people like, oh, I got to hear what he's going to say about that. <laughs> we had someone get mad at us for saying hell yes. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I know you have kids in the car and you're driving. But maybe turn the channel when we talk about that story coming up. <laughs> All right. NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues and for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. I'm killing these reads today. Yeah. Like, you're they doing sound a really good. good job. No, they like, like yeah. usually I fumble through them. Mm-hmm. But today I'm killing it. You're really them. sharp. And I've only read them like a million times yeah. already. 
But like, I think I'm really killing it. Wait till I butcher the Atlas Pizza read later it's on. It's good that the vacation helped. It did. I, I think I got recharged because I was away for months, <laughs> according to some of our listeners. Your sabbatical. Yeah. My... <laughs> I, was on, I was on assignment. <laughs> I was on assignment working on a big project, <sighs> which was watching a lot of TV. All right. All right, let's get to Do NFL Big Bets. Do we have music for Do this? we have a bet here? Spread it like oh, right. peanut butter jelly. Spread it on. Do it like the oil The spread. What a spread. Before they spread. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread it around. Spread your wings. Spread it like. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the listener. H-E double hockey sticks is the place just like Edmonton. All right. Um, All righty. That's, one in the same. Don't go there, George. That's what they keep telling me here. Um, what was last week? Do we have last week's? So that's not even on the sheet. I was good. You weren't. No. You were one in five. I was four and two. Patty was maybe three and three. So producer Patrick Dumas is away the next couple days. Yeah. We had one show together in 2023. That probably could be <laughs> it for us. But he is away for the next couple days. Uh, he gave the uh, explicit instructions to our villain producer now. Alex Brody, yeah, who like gets elevated to producer and then gets pushed down to techno director. He's the toilet seat of the big show. <laughs> up, with and down, and up and but down, but that's fine. Or teeter totter, or seesaw. That's yeah, you know my, Okay, right so there. my lady friend, the current girlfriend, she's never heard of seesaw before. She's like, like, what's a seesaw? I go, are you serious? Like a, like a yeah, teeter totter. Like like, what's a teeter totter? I go, are you. What do you call it then? I don't know. Yeah, I go, you know the thing in the playground where one of us goes up and then one of us goes down? It's called a seesaw. Oh, you mean the lever function that My we God. learned about in school? My God. What? It's just so frustrating sometimes. All right, let's get to big bets here. Brought to you by uh, good friends at Sports Select. Uh, we don't know what we did last week, but Matty Rose is running away with things. Alex Brody's just going to do the exact opposite, pinch hitting for Patrick Dumas, what Matty Rose is taking. Let's do it. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. Let's get to the first game. Seahawks at Niners. It's an it's the third time these teams will meet this season because they both play in the NFC West. Yeah. The Niners, nine and a half point favorites. The total, Matty Rose, 42 and a half. I'm going to take the under here. I don't see the Seahawks being able to do much against the 49ers' vaunted defense. And really, I don't know how much is going to be needed from the 49ers offense with Brock Purdy and the whole group. So give me the under for the first playoff game of 2023. Okay, I like it. What is, oh, so Patrick Dumont's taking the over then right away, Alex? Yep, so I guess Dumont will take the over there. 42 and a half. You know what? It's very hard to beat a team three times in an NFL season. And the Niners offense, uh, excuse me, their defense, they've given up a lot of points the last couple weeks, surprisingly. I know they're healthy. I know they're going to come after uh, Geno Smith. Nine and a half points. I think the back door potentially could be open here. I'm going to lean towards the Seahawks here, getting the nine and a half. But as I said early on in the show, GVP is going to make my pick for you. What am I taking here, GVP? I like the under. Okay, I guess I'm taking the taking under. The under? Two and a half. Forget be. my Seahawks plus the nine and a half. GVP says under 42 and a half. All right. Chargers at Jags. L.A. minus two and a half the total, 47 and a half. I'm going to go over here. I want both these teams to throw a whole bunch of points mm. and uh, this to be a barn burner. I think maybe earlier on the day, a bit of a slower game. Later in the night, we get a little bit of fireworks, Chargers, Jags. I think both these teams you look at and you say, well, are they going to really make noise in the playoffs? Probably not, but maybe they give us a banger Saturday night. I'm going to take the over, even though it's a lot of points. Okay, Alex. So Patrick Tamal is taking what? 
the under. <laughs> 47 and a half. Good job. Uh, I lean here taking the Jags at home. I think there's just way too too much momentum by this team. Trevor Lawrence, although dealing with that toe issue, missed a couple easy throws in that big-time pressure game against the Titans. I think he'll learn a lot of lessons here. Still got a, it done. And what a beautiful hair matchup between oh. him and Justin Herbert. Chef's but the Chargers going to Chargers. That's what they do. And I know um, Doug Peterson has flipped around the entire culture in Jacksonville, and I'm buying into it. I will take them plus the two and a half, but I'm not taking them. I have to defer to my man GVP. What am I taking, Garrett? I agree with you. I'm, I take oh! the Jags here. Okay, Jags plus two and a half. I like it. So you're All both right. wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're both probably wrong. Uh, the Dolphins and the Bills. Buffalo, big, meaty, thick. 13-point favorites. The total is 43 and a half. Why? Why did you do that? What? I was describing the point spread. Go ahead. What do you like? Uh, the lines bounce back and forth, but it's the Bills. It's the playoffs. It's yeah. Skylar Thompson at quarterback, which frankly is super disappointing. Not a slight to the guy, but seeing Tua in this game would have brought on some real intrigue with it being a divisional game and, and really maybe given Miami a chance. It's a humongous spread, but I'm still going to take the Bills to cover. Okay, so there you go. I guess, uh, what are we doing here with Patty Dumas' pick, Alex? Patty Dumas going to have to hope for a miracle. So he'll <laughs> be taking the Dolphins. It wouldn't really be a miracle if they covered 13 points. True, true. Fair okay. enough. Uh, you know what? Uh, Skylar Thompson, I don't have too much faith in Skylar Thompson. Really? The rookie quarterback starting for the Dolphins. Huh. Apparently, there's also a lot of whispers that Mike McDaniel might be coaching for his job here, which makes absolutely no sense. After getting the Dolphins to the playoffs and dealing with all of these injuries, all the DeMar Hamlin stuff, too, all those good vibes surrounding that story in Buffalo, I think the Bills are going to blow out the Dolphins yeah. on Sunday afternoon. I would lay the 13 points, although I hate laying so many points in the National Football League. But it doesn't matter because GVP is going to make my pick for me. I don't know if we're going to be on the same page and be right once for oh, – once during this entire segment, but I agree. I'd take the Bills. Okay, wow. So, two in a row. Wow, okay. Uh, it is our NFL Big Bets uh, segment brought to you by Sports Select here. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. We're halfway through Super Wild Card Weekend. So uh, this one's the most, I think the most intriguing game on Super Wild Card Weekend because it could go either way here. It's the New York football giants visiting those fraudulent Minnesota Vikings. Vikings minus three and a half point favorites lose Minnesota Vikings. Uh, total 47 and a half, Matty Rose. By the way, we got to get Lou on the show on Monday to recap the playoff. Yeah, we'll talk Flames, but we got to talk Vikings with Lou. Yeah. Uh, Actually, we should just have Lou on just to talk about the Vikings and then let him go. Sure. Okay. Now, one Flames question. Fine by me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we did two segments with Lou. Yeah. One hey, football, one hockey. hockey. All right. Full hour. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins with the whole world watching. That's a hard pass for me. I was really hoping for a few more points here, but just three, so be it. I'll take the Giants plus the three points against the fraudulent Vikings. Okay, so what is Patty Dumont to hear, Alex? So Dumont will be taking the Vikings. Yeah. Um, and he's texting a pick, so one of these picks won't be the opposite of Matty. What the? What the? What? I won't say which one. He just texted me. Okay. <laughs> texted one, one pick. The only reason why I keep asking you is I just want to make sure you're listening. <laughs> That's the only like we all know uh, what he's taking because Patty Dumas just gets up and leaves sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but I, like I just want to make sure Alex is listening to all the picks. Uh, you know what? I know Kirk Cousins uh, in prime time, but this is in prime time. It's the 1 p.m. window where he's so special. But he's and the only game. I wanna, I wanna believe, and the Giants can keep this close. 
But I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I want to lean the Vikings, but I'm not. I think I'm going to lean towards the total over 47 and a half points. I think there's going to be fireworks at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota on Sunday. I would lean the over here. GVP, which way should are you going that ultimately I'm going to be going? Leaning with the Giants here. Okay. New York football Giants plus three and a half. All right. Ravens at the Bengals. Maddie Rose's Cincinnati Bengals, nine-point favorites. The total, 40 and a half. It looks like Lamar Jackson won't play in this game. Yeah, probably not. Uh, smart money here is probably on the under, but I'm not going to waver from what I've done all season long. I thought you were going to say smart money. I'm not smart. I thought you were going to go that way. Who day? Bengals all the way. Uh, so that is this the pick that Patty Dumont texted? Yeah, so I, I totally just blanked and realized they're playing the Bengals, so Dumont knew where Matt was going. Um, so yeah, he's taking the Ravens plus nine. Okay. Uh, this total does seem really low to me, 40 and a half. I'm going to bite. I'm going to reel. I'm gonna get reeled in here. I'm going to flop around in the boat and then get the oar in the skull. I'm going <laughs> to take the over 40 and a half when this is probably going to be a low-scoring game. GVP, which way am I going? I agree with you. I think we should run on that. Okay, the over. All right, last game. The Monday Nighter. Very intriguing. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys, according to Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy not coaching for his job, but we'll see how this game uh, transpires against Tom Brady and those Tampa Bay Buccaneers who won that very mediocre NFC South. Dallas, two and a half point favorites on the road against Tom Brady at home. The total 45 and a half. Give me a shootout in this one. I'm going to take the over on, uh, I believe the line's 45 and a half. Correct. I want this thing to go over on Monday night to put a tidy little bow on Super Wild Card Weekend. I like it. Uh, um, I'm going to take the over. Uh, does this the, the text pick that Patty Dumas has? No, no, no. He, his was the Ravens. I just forgot they were playing the Bengals, so he oh, he knew right. already. that. Maybe I should have been listening then more <laughs> when you were talking about that. But yeah, Patty will take the under. Okay. Um... How can you bet against Tom Brady at home in the playoffs? I refuse to. That's like, why I take the over. <laughs> like I know that uh, CeeDee Lamb's been playing well. The running game's pretty dangerous. There's one thing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have historically done great the last few years. Stop the run. Can Dakota Prescott, is he going to be throwing the football down the field? Do you trust him in a playoff situation here? The defense has been bleeding a little bit of points here. Micah Parsons got a little banged up in Week 18. I, this just feels like a Tom Brady win to me. Mm-hmm. I would take them plus two and a half points. GVP, which way am I going? We're not doing a lot of disagreeing here. I'd like, give me oh, Tom no. Brady at home. We're both going to go down with the ship. <laughs> All right. Well, was there two discrepancies out of the six? Yeah, we're both going to we're both going to sink to like a one in five week. <laughs> so again, if you're listening, uh, you should hashtag fade Russick for I'd, sure. I'd be even money. Yeah, that's all right. all right. Okay, yeah. You'd have your stellar picks one that you good did on your own, and then yeah. you would attach yourself to the anchor that is my football picks. Yeah. So. All right. Great job, gentlemen. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun weekend. More on the weekend's action with Ross Tucker coming up at 830. NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues, and for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. Uh, it's that time of the week, the first time in 2023. Uh, we say Happy New Year to Brody and the Beat. Um, it's it's a segment that, um, from its infancy, I think has been the highlight of our show, pretty much since we've had it on. Like if 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 somebody came, if a complete stranger had no idea what our show sounded like, and asked you, Matt Rose, what is the one segment is a must listen? I would say Brody on the Beat. Yeah, I'd say Brody on the Beat. I'm excited to see the sports car chat coming up later. But apart from that, yeah. 
I'd say probably Brody on the beat. I, I would definitely. It's agree been with pretty that. bad. What Brody on the beat? No, our show as a whole. <laughs> oh, why has it been bad? I just in general. Okay, our like show you, as a whole. Have you ever listened? Yeah, no. I just hear some feedback. <laughs> I wouldn't say bad. I would say mediocre. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. raise the bar a little bit. Yeah, our show is like steamed white rice. <laughs> it does the job. But it's, it's not, you're not really, you're just eating you're, it for sustenance. Yeah, it you, sustains you. You're yeah. not hungry after. Yeah. You're just but, driving to work, listening, hoping to catch some flame stock here or there. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm at work. Okay, thanks for the white rice. <laughs> all right, Brody. Uh, you Put went a little out. soy sauce on this show, yeah, buddy. No, Let's go. no flavor, no soy sauce, no nothing. No sriracha, which isn't a personality. Um, <laughs> Alex, you, you went out and asked our listeners... What uh, what was the question this week for Brody on the beat? And this is two minutes long. Yeah, it's pretty much two minutes on the two minutes on the dot. Pardon okay. me. And um, the question I asked the people of Calgary it's was: It's two minutes though. Yeah. It's not going to drag. No, I promise. Oh, okay. Because you are you are putting on the line your spectacular start to 2023, <laughs> which you have it. been razor sharp. No, I think I think you guys will like this one. And there's there's one guy. Um, like I said, that recognized me that I believe is listening right now. So huge shout out to him. What's um, his name? McKenna. His name's McKenna. Oh, is He's... he the guy who handed you the Bible? No, <laughs> not quite. Um, okay. But yeah, unfortunately, these it's technical... just the New Testament, George. Okay. It's not the Old Testament. These technical issues happened mid interview with McKenna, but I still got his answer in. So I just wanted. Okay. I got. I lost his why, but I got his go. answer. I had to keep him in. You know, I love excuses. <laughs> All right, and the snow report by Matt Rose. I got it for you. Okay, uh, let's hit it. Let's do Brody on the beat for the first time in 2023. Hey, it's Alex, and we are back for another edition of Brody on the Beat. We took a short break for the holidays, but we are getting right back into it. And this week, we are asking the wonderful people of Calgary, if you could be on the Kiss Cam with any celebrity of your choosing, who would it be and why? Oh, that's that's a difficult question. But the ones that are in my mind, they are not from here. They are outside of Canada. Okay. Uh, I would kiss Maya Khalifa. Um, who? Kate Hudson. Who's that? Oh. All right, why, why Kate Hudson? Because she's hot. Nice. That's, that's a good answer. How about you? Shakira. Pardon me, sorry? Shakira. You want to see if those hips don't lie? That's right, man. Very good, Alex. I'm the only celebrity I know. Kevin Costner. And why, why Kevin? What, what is it about him? Well, everything about him is positive. I mean, I, I got to go J-Lo. Uh, I would have to say Selena Gomez. I don't know. She just always looked like the, the girl next door. You know what I mean? Yo, excuse me. I know what he means. Excuse- okay. I'm never going to feel embarrassed by rejection ever again after this. I swear. Well, I wouldn't be with celebrity. I'd be with my wife. Just say that your wife gave you a one-time pass. <laughs> Who would you want it to be? Salma Hayek. Oh, there you Brad go. Pitt because he's handsome. <laughs> i got to think about that for a minute. With any celebrity. I was going to say a young Megan Fox. Rihanna. <laughs> All right. What, what is it about Rihanna, if you don't mind me asking? Booty, for sure. Maybe Paul Walker when he's done, so. <laughs> 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 Candace Wanapuaui. 
because she's beautiful and I love her. I think The Rock, just because I want to see how tall he really is. Ooh, I love that. Be on my tiptoes, I think. <laughs> Brody on the beat. Well, I gotta say. Now, what did the good. first guy say? Please go back to the first guy. It is amazing. What did the first guy say? Yeah, go back to that one. He's a Brody on the Skip. beat. Another edition of Heat. We, we are getting right yep. back I into like it. This. Yep. And yep. this week, we are asking the wonderful people of Calgary. Mm -hmm. If you could be on the Kiss Cam with any celebrity of your choosing, who would it be and why? Oh, that's that's a difficult question. But the ones that are in my mind, they are not from here. They are outside of Canada. Okay. Uh, I would kiss Maya Khalifa. Um, oh. Is that? Yeah, yep. sure yep. is. <laughs> I, that name that name sounds oddly familiar. Definitely one that I think we all know here in Canada. But I don't. <laughs> How do you spell it? In case I had to Google that later. Oh, I'm not spelling that on the radio. H A. Interesting. L <laughs> is that the one who's a hockey fan? Yeah. She's a Capitals fan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure is. Is that the one I'm thinking about? You sure is. It, oh, yeah. interesting. That'd be a lot of game footage friend. out there. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, would, I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of tape out there. Yeah, yeah, you can scout a lot. And that was my first interview, like literally the yeah. first person I talked to. Yeah, a lot of scouting out there. Um, great job, Alex. Uh, you did, you did good. Uh, just uh, I the only thing I the only bit of criticism I would give. I'm fearing, I'm feeling very Simon Cowlish here. Maybe that intro cut it down a little bit. A little long, eh? Tighten yeah. up. Mm. Tighten it up a little bit. Okay. Because in the intro it says Brody on the beat, and then you you kind of repeat Brody on the beat. Yeah. Appreciate and make sure your equipment works before you go out. And yeah, shout out to McKenna who said J Lo. He did say why, but my audio glitched. Okay. But I had to get him in there. Big fan of J Lo. I'm a big fan of a lot of those lovely ladies. Big that fan of McKenna. Yeah. Uh, great job, uh, Alex. Uh, let's do some ski stuff before Eric Francis. Yeah, uh, let's dive right in. <laughs> There's no transition. Yeah, it doesn't have an intro. It's got music, though, I think. We, play, we have like a ski a, music. A rock bed for it. There we go. Hell yeah. It's a snow show for Ski West with Calgary's largest selection of gear and expert staff. Ski West has you covered to make this an epic season. Visit their Kensington or airport location today or head to skiwest.ca. Not a ton of new snow across the province lately, but lots of quality trails to ride nevertheless. We'll begin at Castle Mountain. Five inches of snow over the last 72 hours. Right now, five of six lifts going in all, but a few double black diamond runs are open. The T-Bar going to be bumping as usual all weekend long. They got live music for Friday featuring the decadent phase. They also got trivia night on Sunday after another on-mountain scavenger hunt. And for the backcountry shredders, they're doing an avalanche skills training level one. That's Saturday at Castle. You can sign up for that course and learn some valuable avalanche safety best practices because it's always better to be safe rather than sorry. Lake Louise has all their lifts open. Majority of their runs open to a light dusting two inches over the last 72 hours. They're running the virtual rail jam contest. It's back starting this weekend through the 23rd. Take some videos showing your best tricks. You can win some sweet prizes. Details are on their website. Also, a rowdy party a Saturday night ski tour. One of my absolute favorite West Coast EDM duos. 
They're throwing the hot dogger party at the Lodge of Ten Peaks. Retro Neon is the theme, and Ski Tour absolutely throws down, so you don't want to miss that at Lake Louise. Marmot Basin's seen about an inch of snow over the last 72 hours. All seven lifts are open. All 72 runs are open. A real solid 32-inch base going into the weekend. They're also running a video contest starting this weekend. It's called the Best Basin Run Video Contest. Details on their website as well. And you can also swing on down to Jasper or even stay on the mountain. It's Jasper in January days, which includes a scavenger hunt on Sunday. Norquay, no new snow of late, but they are expecting a smidgen on Sunday. 34 inches at the base, over 50 at the summit. All their runs are open. All their lifts are open. Six of eight tubing lanes are open as well. Not seen any events to tell you about this weekend, but it's Norquay. It's always a good time. Nikiska, similar situation with their snow. Not much lately, but perhaps a little bit of fresh stuff. Sunday, 53 of 75 runs are open. All of their lifts. It's homeschool ski day tomorrow. One of several that they're doing at Nikiska this season. If you can't make it to this one, some really nice rates for adults, students, lifts, tickets, rentals, you name it. And we'll wrap up with Sunshine. They've had three inches of snow over the last week. Might get more on Sunday. All their lifts are open. 80% of their runs are open. It was Elvis Presley Day last weekend. Saw some fun photos from people dressing up on the mountain. No events this weekend, but it'll be sunshine with a Scottish twist next weekend for Robbie Burns Day on the 25th. We'll see George out there shredding the pow in his kilt. Very excited for that. Uh, that's the snow show for Ski West with Calgary's largest selection of gear and expert staff. Ski West has you covered to make this an epic season. Visit their Kensington or airport location today or head to skiwest.ca. Uh, great job, Matty Rose. The franchise next. Eric Francis on the Flames will ask him to Text line still open for you, 960-960. Milan Lucic will be on the second line longer than blank. We'll ask the franchise that question. We'll talk to Ross Tucker, and maybe there's a correlation between sports cars and something. We'll do that in the 8 o'clock hour. Big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.